what's up guys thank you for tuning in to twisted youngins the most unorthodox show on the globe we have hope everyone's having a blessed day thank you for tuning in thank you for like commenting, and subscribing and as always i am one of your hosts myra b king and this is desi Dez. and it's your boy mojo in the building we have a special guest with us today ma'am let the people know who you are i'm apostle julia thank you all for having me no problem okay. thank you um apostle julia yes Okay, how did that come about? Well, um, the short version, um, I was actually baptizing someone. The Lord called me to go baptize uh, someone. I live in, at the time I lived in Indiana, and the Lord told me to go baptize my spiritual daughter in Savannah, Georgia. At the time, I was newly engaged to this guy. And so we're, we, we take a trip from Indiana all the way to, um, I'm sorry, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. And so as we're driving, the guy that I'm newly engaged to, he's like, he ended up riding with us. So we're driving and we had, it was a 10, 12 hour drive, 12 hour drive. And so the whole time we're in there, we start just worship. I'm a worshiper by nature. I just love God. Now I, I was worshiping. And then my spiritual daughter, she started worshiping. And the next thing you know, I mean, the power of God was so thick in that car uh, that the guy that I was engaged to, he was driving and his hands was literally trembling because the power of God was so thick. And so after it all, after we kind of got settled, he, he literally looked at me and he said, I'm missing something. He said, I realize being around y'all, I'm missing something. And he said, so when you baptize her, will you baptize me also? And I said, okay, to God be the glory. So during this time, we um, it's also COVID. COVID had just hit. This was in the middle of 2020. They said the borders were shut down and that we wouldn't be able to find a place to even baptize her. But the Lord told me, he said, I'm the same God that saved you, delivered you and transformed you. And if I told you to go. So I go down there. And um, true enough, when we get to Florida, the beaches are closed. And the Lord told me to turn down this certain, to get off at this certain exit. And I'm like, I don't know this way. And the Lord said, I'll be your GPS. And so we go down this way that I do not know. And long story short, he leads us to a private beach. I've never seen this place in my life. So we get out. I'm standing on the shore, getting ready to baptize my spiritual daughter and my fiance at the time. And I realized that I was so eager to please God that I forgot that I was actually afraid of, of water because I can't swim. And so I'm standing there and I'm like, God, you done asked me to baptize these people and I'm scared. And the Lord told me, he said, because the things that I have for you are going to be big and it's going to be scary and it's going to take me holding your hand every step of the way. And so I walk out to where we were going to baptize and um, I told them before I baptize y'all, I cannot baptize y'all with this fear on me. So I turned and I just began to worship the Lord and I asked God to break that spirit of fear off of me. So I baptized my spiritual daughter and then I baptized the guy that I was engaged to. Um, he turns to me after and he said, I hear the spirit of the Lord telling me that I need to baptize you as an act of submission. And I said, okay, I didn't hesitate. So he takes me down in the water. And he said, when he took me down in the water, he said something grabbed me and took me deeper even than he was hope, pull, taking me down. When I came back up out of the water, he began to prophesy. And he said, the Lord, the Lord has called you to walk in the office of an apostle. And I'm thinking to myself, you don't even, you just said you didn't even have the Holy Ghost. So how you know what the Lord is saying? So I honestly, I honestly dismissed it. 
also because I had sat under teaching for the whole year, two years before I met him, that there was no such thing as female apostles. So I, I dismissed it. We get back home and I forgot about it. And I asked him, I said, hey, I said, why did you say that the Lord called me to walk in the office of an apostle? He said, he said, honestly, I don't even know what an apostle is. And that's the truth. He said, so I know that was the spirit of the Lord speaking through me. I still dismissed it because I had sat under that teaching for two years telling me it was no such thing. So some time passed. And at this time, I'm, I have my own church uh, in Indiana. And I was taking home one of the little girls who had came to visit my daughter. And the family that I was dropping the little girl off to, they said, Pastor, come in. So I go in. And as I'm, I'm in the house, I, I instantly felt the presence of God. Everybody was just in the spirit. I took my shoes off and I just began to worship. As I'm there, this man that I never seen a day in my life, he was a prophet and he begins to prophesy. And he told me my whole life. And at the end of it, he said, and the Lord has called you to walk in the office of an apostle. At this time, I, I have to say, okay, God, you're really calling me. Um, but because it's been so unorthodox, my whole testimony is unorthodox, but I just, I had to submit to God. And so I started studying what is the office of an apostle? What is that? And so when I started studying what an apostle does, I realized I truly have been an apostle my whole life. I just did it in the business realm by trade. I'm a hairdresser. And so um, I had been doing the work of an apostle just in the business realm. And so I said yes to the calling and I, I just began to allow the Lord to teach me. Even a little later, I still was unsure because of all of, like I said, the teaching. And so when I began to study in Acts, I can't remember the exact chapter and verse, but there's an apostle named Junia. Um, and when I studied the uh, studied and broke it down, when you actually break down the apostle Junia, in English, it breaks down to Julia, which is my real name, Julia. And I was like, wow. And so here we are. Why do you say uh, your testimony is uh, unorthodox? Um, a lot of, a lot of times we, I was grown up in the way that you got to go to seminary school. You have to, uh, do it a certain way. And I never wanted to be a preacher. I was good with being a hairdresser. A hairdresser was good with me. Um, but I ended up at a place where the Lord told me to leave the church that I was in. He gave me a dream. And in the dream, I was walking away from this big university and church. And the Lord said, your training season is up. And I had to walk down this skinny highway by myself, a skinny um, sidewalk by myself. And so I called the, the church, the pastor, and reached out to him. And I said, hey, you know, I want to talk to you. The Lord is calling me away. And his answer was no. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not releasing you. You don't have my blessing because the devil is in you. And I said, OK, I said, um, well, OK, you just asked me to be over some ministries last week. So if you asked me to be over some ministries last week and now the devil is in me, when did the devil come in and you cast out devil? So I said, let's talk. He said, no, I want no parts of your rebellion. It really crushed me. It really crushed me because I really look up to him as a, as a leader and so on and so forth. And the Holy Spirit began to talk to me. And the Holy Spirit said, they told Jesus he was casting out devils by the spirit of Beelzebub, by the spirit of the devil. And so I said, okay. And the Lord began to minister to me. And he told me, he said, this is the door that people go in and they call it church hurt. You can go in this door if you want to, because man let you down. But who are you truly serving? Mm -hmm. And so um, in, the, in that time, at that time, the Lord had, uh, you know, he, he assigned me to, to move forward and to go on. And 
uncomfortably, but I did it. Uh, I surrender not my will, but your will be done. And that was in 2020. So let's talk about your testimony. Um, how you uh, came to to Lord to fully submit. Uh, we've I feel like we've all been there at a certain point to where is, um, where the Lord has spoke to us and called us to submit to Him, and it's up to us whether we listen or uh, carry that out or not. What was that like for you? Um, I was raised in church, and my father, one of my stepfathers, he was a um a preacher. And uh, my mother was a singer and my grandmother was heavy you know, in church. She raised me in church. My grandmother was. Um, but I got into an abusive marriage at age 20 and I didn't really understand how to maneuver through that, through that pain, through that hurt. Um, I didn't really understand how to turn to God because when I was the way I was raised, I was raised, you go to church on Sunday, you give God your Sunday, you give them your 10%, but the rest of the week you do what you want. And so when I truly um, got to that place where problems started happening and real things started happening, um, it didn't click prayer, pray, how, how is prayer going to help me? Um, and so I suffered very badly in that relationship until I couldn't take anymore. And I ended up uh, leaving that relationship broken with two children and I didn't know what to do but I say it this way the devil always knows how to offer a solution to soothe our situation and so uh, me and one of my best friends at the time ended up uh, messing around and the next thing you know it took me down a spiral and I was in homosexuality for 11 years I still loved God though I still went to church, but because so many people shy away from the topic of homosexuality and how it's against God's sexual sin, just sin, a lot of churches don't even talk about sin in general, less knowing, you know, a lot of times what I was raised under was a lot of what I call slap your neighbor, everybody turn around, God's going to bless you, but there's nothing that really cuts, there's nothing that really circumcises the flesh from the spirit, um, but my love for God continued to draw me. It continued to draw me. And so um, in 2000 and <clears throat> maybe around 2012, I found myself at this particular church that I loved and they asked me to, re to do the children's ministry. And then I ended up doing a dance ministry, vacation Bible school. So I was very active in the church, still in homosexuality. Um, but the Lord began to deal with me. I had several moments, what I call come to Jesus moments. And the first one was my son had some friends that he liked to play with. And those little boys will come over at the house all the time. And this one particular day, the mom calls me and she said, well, my kids can't come to your house anymore because you're gay. And I'm thinking to myself, well, they done been over here all this time eating my gay food and spending my gay money. So now all of a sudden gay is a problem. I was offended. But the truth is still the truth. And so that night, I thank God for that woman, because that night it drew me to a place where I had to say, God, what is what is what is this? If this is something that I'm doing that's against you, God reveal it because I don't because now my lifestyle is affecting my children. And so I went to church the next day. I don't even know what the preacher was preaching about. All I know is I found my way to the altar and I and I told God, I said, God, whatever this is, if you are not approving of it, then I'm asking you to deliver me. And I said, God, I need you to give me the gift of tongue so that I can know that something happened at this altar besides me crying my eyelashes off. And so that is exactly um, what happened. Shortly after that, I fell ill. Um, I didn't know that your faith got to be tested. 
anybody can serve God on the day when all is well and good and so on and so forth. And so very shortly after the first um, encounter with Jesus about homosexuality, I fell ill and I was paralyzed on my whole left side and waist down off and on for three years. And I lost my entire memory. Um, and on top of all of that, I ended up homeless with my kids. I ended up losing my salon, uh, ended up losing my children for a season. It was crazy. But each moment I came to, I kept having these encounters with the Lord dealing with this same subject. Um, during that time, the Lord told me to give away everything and move to Florida. And I did that. And once I got there, I couldn't find any churches. The Lord had literally closed my eyes because he was doing something that they wasn't doing in the church. I needed to be delivered and that wasn't a message that was being preached. And so I still love God. So I would find myself in that word. And that's when I was in Florida one day and I'm reading the Bible and I flip it open to Galatians 5 and 19. And I'm like, my God, wait a minute. The Bible says, don't you realize those that do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those that live a sexual immoral life, you're not going in. And I'm like, my God, Lord, change me today. Because if I go to sleep and I wake up, I'm not, I might, and I don't wake up, I might not make it in. And I said, God, change me today. At that time, I was married to a woman living in her house. She was at work. And it, you know, it just was, was a moment that it didn't matter what, I didn't need anybody's approval. I didn't need no organ. It was just a moment where the Lord began to, you know, he He opened my eyes and I, I gave him a, a yes in that moment. And so that was one of, one of the, one of the moments that I had with the Lord. Was it hard for you to go through that situation? You know what? Honestly, yes and no. But yes, because that I, I say this, people are offended by it, but I'm going to always tell the truth because that's how I live. But mm. people are offended when I say that my relationship with women was better than any relationship I've ever had with men. Um, so for that aspect, for 10 seconds, I could have said it was hard. But the truth of the matter was I had to talk myself out of it. Uh, the Bible says, cast down every high imagination. And so um, I, I wrote a little sticky note on my mirror that said, get out of your feelings and get back to your faith. Every time I'm, my heart want to be like, oh, but you love her, but she good to you, but you're going to hell. Oh, but she been good to you, but God's been better. So mm -hmm. I had to learn how to talk myself Come on, align my, align it, get, get back into the realm and the will of God concerning me. So I can say yes, but really, it really wasn't because it's about giving up the ghost. And when you really surrender to God, it don't matter. None of that other stuff matters. How is it being, um, you're a pastor. I mean, I obviously assume you're a preacher, correct? Mm -hmm. How is it being a preacher and, um, delivering the gospel in your church? I mean, I love it. I get to see um, lives change. My church is called Makeover Transformation Church. And it's about hope, deliverance, and restoration. And I get to see people's lives transform through the word of God. Once I came to that place where I realized that I had been deceived and tricked, my deliverance, I didn't have a whole bunch of cough throw up in a bucket for my deliverance. For my deliverance, the Lord walked me through that word. I realized I had been deceived by the devil because when I went to marry the woman, I literally in my mind was like, all is well. And so when I realized I couldn't trust my own mind, my own thoughts, my own thought patterns, um, it drove me to the word for a whole, I mean, I, this is how I live now, but truly in this first part of my deliverance, every thought I had, I would run it through the scripture. 
I was running through the scripture. I was running through the scripture because I had been deceived. And so when the Lord called me to, to preach, when he called me to preach, that's how he has taught me. You teach people deliverance through the word because all you got to do is submit to what God says. And when you submit, then you'll be able to see the fruit on the tree. So I, I counted an honor. Now, you know, a lot of people, they'll say that, you know, obviously in the Bible, it says I suffer not a woman. I mean, I suffer not a woman to teach. How do you mm -hmm. stand on that? Are you so, or you serve authority over a man? Mm -hmm. So um, I was in Florida and I had literally just got finished teaching a message that the Lord had given me. And as I was uh, teaching that message, I, I ran across Corinthians where Paul said uh, that a woman should be silent in church. Yeah. And so instantly I asked the Lord, I said, wait a minute, because I know you put a word in me. So this, but I'm not going to live against your word. So I said, Lord, teach me and show me. Cause if you, if you telling me don't teach, even though I know you just gave me a message to teach, I need you to help me understand. And instantly the Lord reminded me of Jesus. And he said, Jesus was not, they did not allow, they did not want Jesus to preach on the Sabbath day. Yeah. They didn't want Jesus to preach on the Sabbath day, even though it's against the law of man. But a man of Christ will ask you for scripture. Like, and that's what I, that's scripture in Luke. Jesus told him, he told that's, in, in, that don't have nothing to do with the woman preaching. They don't have to, not, nothing to do with the woman usurping authority over a man. Okay. So then you got Aquila and Priscilla. Do you know them in the Bible? Is that Old Testament? No, no, no. That's new. Aquila and Priscilla. With Paul, but why, in Acts. why would Paul say he suffered not? Oh, a wait a minute. Let me grab my Bible because I want to give you scripture, man of God. Let me give you scripture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because Paul wouldn't say that if he suffered, if he, if he wanted a woman to preach. You know. Okay, go to first, go to Philippians four and three. This is this is the scripture that that I can stand on in that Philippians four and three. Okay. Go ahead. I got you. Okay. Philippians four and three says, um, this is Paul, the same one that told a woman to be silent in church. Okay. Yeah. He said, I asked you my true partners to help these two women for they worked hard with me in telling the good news. Okay, so Paul, the same one that said for the woman to be quiet. Hold on, let I it mean, finish. Hold on, let it finish. No, nah, I mean he did. He absolutely he said telling the good news, but right. telling the good news it's isn't preaching because yeah. preaching is teaching. And he yeah. said, "I suffer not a woman to teach." That's why I said, you know, where do you stand on being a um apostle and um, a preacher and everything like yeah. that? Because you're teaching and right. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm, I, like I said, I'm trying to find out where in the Bible it is, like even with Junia that you brought up. I mean, we can't I mean, a lot of people will say that's a woman and this and that. But at the same time, they're not even sure if Junia was married to another woman, which that would contradict what God was saying in the beginning. When obviously that's an abomination. Now, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, is that with Junia, the whole situation with Junia and everything like that, like that's one thing. But okay. like I said, far as a woman preacher preaching and teaching there's yeah. nowhere in the, like you could teach you could talk to someone there's nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah. but to teach a whole congregation that's something different, that's something different. Mm -hmm. i haven't seen that in the Bible. and to be an apostle how many you got like don't apostles like have uh they set up churches yeah you got more than one church not yet i just uh, we just man, in here man. I, I mean that, oh, you, see, I, I, well, actually i take that back i'm on my second you're right i'm on my second because i'm in savannah georgia establishing a new one so you are absolutely right Yes. So, so you not only you uh you 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 this well you just said you only had one but now you said you have two okay you, right because I live in Indiana and I just moved to Savannah correct so you still got the one in Indiana no I don't have that one anymore because no one was ready to step up okay and the so Lord told me to move to Savannah 
So you got so one in Savannah. I, my other question would be, Amen. you said you so. were under teaching and you said a man was teaching you and that mm -hmm. you had never been taught of a woman apostle. And How did he, he feel about this whole situation? She said she said he he didn't he didn't uh, believe in he women. Didn't, I didn't. I, by that time, he I wasn't. A, the Lord hadn't called me to walk in the office of an apostle when I left that church. The Lord called me to walk right. away. Right, but he you said he was against women preaching, but I'm saying like no, he, no, 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 no. I know I didn't say he was against women preaching. I said he was. He didn't want me to leave. He didn't say no. He had. He knew I was called to preach and allowed me to preach. He wasn't. He didn't say it was against women preachers. I thought you said I, I could have sworn in the beginning you were saying that they were uh pre, they were speak uh, preaching against you know women. Oh, he taught right. His just normal teaching. He would teach that there's no such thing as a female apostle. Amen. Not Amen. me personally, but that was his teaching. It's not yes. a, you are nothing but a woman, or and I'm nothing but a man. So he's it, right when he calls scripture, you are included into it. It's not just about right. And the, the Bible says there's no gender in Christ. Right. So uh, and, and, and well, Paul wouldn't say I suffer not a woman to preach. That's a gender. But wait a minute, because then let's go back so high. So you can't throw out Philippians four and three because it seems as if that's, that's good what news. You're doing. You can tell no, people no, about with a woman telling people. But I mean, you, have, you have women prophetess in the Bible. They're talking right. about what they're saying, but they weren't Absolutely. teaching. Again, you can right. talk about something, but they're not teaching. If I tell Myra to go and tell Desi to meet me at Quick Trip. She can tell him that, but she's not teaching him the path of getting to Quick Trip or nothing like that. She's just spreading the message. It's the same thing. Mm, I can't quite. That, that sounded good, but if she, how's she going to tell you if she don't teach you? Telling you and teach you is the you same tell, thing. You can tell a person about Christ. A woman, a woman, man, a little kid can tell somebody about Christ. Lead mm -hmm. them, them to go to the church. Uh, Jesus died for your sins. There's nothing wrong with that. Teaching is something totally different. But this is the thing. This is now. This is just what it. Let's break down, down teaching because people are going to watch this and let's because there are hold on, hold on, like, hold on one second because there are uh, women, a lot of uh, women pastors that I am starting to see. So like, if you all are speaking on teaching, break that down so people can know what. Because if I'm spreading the good oh, news, uh, essentially, but hold on, if I'm spreading the good news or whatever, essentially in my mind, I'm thinking it's a part of teaching you. I'm teaching you how to do this math problem. I'm teaching you how to come to Christ, the ways to that's, come that's, to Christ. So let's provide some clarity. That's what, what I'm, you mean. I'm saying. That's yeah. the difference between a, what yeah. a pastor does and what a, a guy I'm at work. Like a guy at work can tell you about, about the Lord. I can tell you to get in the Bible that Jesus died for your sins. Mm -hmm. He came, you know, God sent him his only begotten son to die for you. You know what I'm saying? I can tell you that. And, you know, like sow a seed, you just planted a little seed. There's nothing wrong with that. But to put yourself at, in a position of being a pastor, you have to be called by God to do that. And right, and that's that's you might want to be mindful, man of God, because don't say I call myself. Because see, you have to give I mean, an account. I, I didn't call that's myself. That's not in the scripture. I can't agree I'm with you. And that's okay. But at the end of the day, this is the thing. And you no. might want to be mindful. This is the, I at the end mindful. of the day. I, I gotta give Christ. an account for I, me. I, I have to give account. I know God. To I be gotta real. give an account for me, and you gotta give an account for you. Yeah. So this is the thing that's weird yeah. to me. When people love to say someone called themselves, at the end of the day, you, you call you, yourself. You're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say you call yourself. No, I didn't say you. I didn't say you now nah, she's okay. just saying in general i said in general when people say people call their self at the end of the day you got to give an account for you and i got to give an account for me and that's exactly okay. what the lord told me because so it's I can't, not in the scripture that's the lord, I, 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 well, no, I don't the lord told you that. right here i don't believe the lord told you that that's okay. You right might, that's okay. Yeah. People don't believe God I'm is not. Yeah. In the very beginning, when we were speaking, you said that your your boyfriend at the time or the man you were dealing with at the time, he said that, you know, he felt like you could be an apostle. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said when he took me down in the water, it came out. The spirit of the Lord fell upon him and he prophesied. He didn't even know what it was. 
the mm -hmm. Lord said he'll take the foolish things to confound the wise. He didn't even know what it was. So yes, he prophesied. The spirit of the Lord was there. He prophesied and he said, the Lord has called you to walk in the office of an apostle. So is this your second marriage? Is this my second marriage? I'm not married to him anymore. So, But yes, I've been married several times. So, so you've been married more than once, correct? I have been married more than once. So you know where the Bible stands on three marriages. No, 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 no. So let me give you scripture. First Corinthians 7 says, if the unbeliever wants to leave, you are what? No longer bound. That means you're free. Several times. How many times, ma'am? I've been married to a woman one time. So that doesn't count because that's not under God. That That's not under God. And so then after that, I've been... I mean, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm listening because I mean, obviously, you know, first thing first, we have to remember that the devil quoted scripture to Jesus on that mountain. So the Absolutely. devil knows scripture and he knows how to come and give you the word just as well as the Lord would give you the but, word. But wait a minute. So that sounds no, no, no. good. Oh, oh, but it's the same. Now, had I, had I, had I, if I'm still, now if I'm still in homosexuality, if I still drink, if I still smoke, if I still lay up, if I still masturbate, if I still lie, cheat, and still, if I still did all those things and I tell you God has called me to preach, then you may want to question that. But my fruit lines up. Well, I mean, and it's the same voice. Wait a minute, let me tell you this. It's the same. When the Lord called me, He said it this way. He said, I'm the same God that called you. You wasn't there. The same God that delivered you, you wasn't there. The same God that healed you, you wasn't there. That's and not, He's the same God that's calling me to do what He's calling me to do now. Same, he called you a woman that had three, you said three divorces. Uh huh. No, no, what two? But two, yeah. One. So, so yeah, three, three divorces or what? Well, with a woman, that don't count because that was not of God. You tried. You tried. It just it just I mean, uh, it just wasn't received. You tried. You, didn't, you, you went up there. You so put it like this: with your first, well, I said, your first, you said you've been following Christ all this time. You said you've been reading the Bible. Okay, you knew how God felt about it. You tried. No, I really didn't. I didn't. I'm you telling didn't you, you've been in church. They preach on it. They ain't no, they didn't no, preach that. They didn't. You never, can't tell me. Now listen, don't tell me my testimony. Oh, I'm you telling you, I did. I, had, I didn't find out about that. Let us speak. You never heard a pastor preach on home. No, I'm telling you. Oh, I, no sense. Said, so what the sense is he talking about? What is he talking so, about? They, I'm just, it was a lot of feel good. Mm -hmm. The churches that I went to was, first of all, a lot of feel good. The sec, the church that I went to as a teenager, the pastor was sleeping with, I didn't notice until later, but he was sleeping with every woman in the congregation. So of course he wasn't going to preach on sin. Hey, okay. Well, the Bible said. And I haven't had a, listen, and you, I've been to, you know, I've been to churches. I haven't had her, had pastors speak on uh homos, homosexuality. Well, uh, Cold Many people that I counsel today say that same yeah, thing. Well, no, I'm I, saying without. Well, I'm saying before, like, I, I, I can believe it. Yeah. And when it goes, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, though, uh, I mean, with everything, like I said, that we're talking about, you know, we have to be, you know, mindful of things. Like you said, everything you're you say, study about, to show yourself said, approved. Though, you know, what I'm study to show yourself approved. Absolutely. Especially if I'm calling myself a Christian. And you know, in the in the book of Galatians, it says even if an angel come from heaven today and preach a different That's gospel. Right. That's right. Made them, them vanish as well. So what That's we're right. talking about again to say, say that be judged on my gospel. Yeah, suffer not a woman to teach. That's why I said, mm -hmm. I, I like I said again. You know, I don't know of a woman prophet or a woman. I mean, not a woman prophet, obviously prophetess. I don't know of a woman apostle in the Bible. We keep saying Junia is a woman, but we don't know that for sure. Okay, well, we don't know half these names if they being our women because these names get exciting. They're clearly men. <laughs> I'm talking about in the Bible, just not necessarily. 
I'm talking about yeah. the, if you count the old and new testament, all of these names you don't know. Yo, people yes, say do. And that's where I'm confident at too. So that's just the point okay. that I'm confident in what God has called I'm me to do. So all you gotta be do is confident so, in what he called you to do. What I'm no. asking is, you're saying, you're saying that, man, okay, what I'm saying. I have had, because, wait a minute, you ain't, you, now listen, don't not ask me the whole truth. You can't tell me I've had three divorces. I was mentally, I was abused in my first one. So you telling me God's telling me to stay in that a relationship? Man, okay, you. Matter of fact, let me okay, tell you, you this. Let me tell you this. Hey, you, you got out of that, didn't you? You got out of that one. Then and what, then what that one led me to homosexuality. Okay, what about okay. the other one? You can't right. find Right, and one. then that Why? one, you, the you're Lord dominant. actually you gave told, me. I got to be in front of the camp. I got to do this. I got I already got me a beauty supply, a uh, beauty shop or whatever, hair salon. Now let me preach. Now let me baptize. No. He didn't call you to do all of that. It's no way. He did not give you a West outside of the scriptures. His word is, that's him. He is in the scriptures. That's why we able to check to see is this person uh, coming out of uh, is they're acting on, acting on their own will or is they acting on the will of God? The way I'm able to see the fruit is because I can look at the word and see how you live in your life and be. Oh, no, that's not of God. I, I have discernment because I'm able to hear you. It's no way he called nobody, no woman that had three divorces. I'm pretty sure if he did call a woman, it'd be a one that, that's that's really on you a. You must ain't study none of the older women, the women in the. You must have not studied any of the great revivals, Catherine Kuhlman. Yeah, but that don't mean uh, he called you to preach. All of them, they, they that had that several divorces not. because this that is the thing that you may not under. But this that's not that what you agreement with divorce or do we hate divorce? He hates it, but he woke me up okay, at so three in the morning and said he don't forget times. it. He you said he woke me up. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now don't don't you can't talk and don't let me talk. Because it's deep, man. Me, you know, you, but, this but let me give you scripture because in the old testament he divorced his children. So let's don't let's don't you must don't you must don't read all that much. <laughs> That's because God, in the old testament, God divorced his children so, because of because of adultery. So question for you. When you were um when you were obviously in your days of sin and um obviously with um the woman and everything like that were you you were a beautician at that time i was a beautician all my life Make okay that money. you had a uh, did you have the business at that time yeah I, yes I, i'm literally yeah what is the name of your church my church is makeover transformation church makeovers oh. from the inside out now in corinthians it says therefore if any man be in christ you know he is a new creature so how That's would right you, why would you name your church i didn't name it the Lord told me the same scripture he gave Peter. He told Peter, drop your fish and I'll make you fishers of men. The Lord told me, drop your curling arms and I'll teach you how to beautify people from the inside out. Okay. Um, is there anything Is there anything coming up in the future that people should know about and be on the lookout for as far as um, what you have going on and everything like that? So we have something called Over the Rainbow, which is about my testimony of deliverance uh, through homosexuality and, okay. and sexual sin in general. And you can find that on my website, which is makeoverministry.com. Um, and uh, that, that'll be in January, every eighth Thursday, we're having different people come on and share their testimony about being delivered. Happy. Um, we appreciate you giving us your time and everything like that. Obviously, keep up the good work. Keep bringing people to the Lord. Um, before we get out of here, when you got married, was it in a um, was it in a courthouse or did you go to a church to get married? Well, I got married during COVID, so it was in the courthouse. Okay, hey, that was quick. Thank you, ma'am. We appreciate <laughs> it. All right. <laughs>